Orale, East LA. How's everybody doing? This is Jay So, the friendly Hispanic from East LA. Your Nightcrawler. Just checking in to see how everybody is doing. I'm doing this podcast because I want to update you guys with things that had happened over the weekend. And so I'm glad everybody's doing well and everybody's tuning in. Once again, this is Jay So. And so let's get started. Well, first of all, I just want to say, you know, that uh, the weekend was full with activity and uh, we definitely have, you know, some things to talk about about the weekend. And so, as some of you know, on Saturday, a person was shot in the city terrace area, also known as the East LA area. Uh, I guess there was some kind of party going on and somebody was getting robbed at the party apparently and the person didn't want to give up the jewelry so I ended up getting shot. To this day I don't know because I think it was like an illegal party going on and so I haven't really heard anything on the comments as far as the person that got shot if anybody actually knows that person but uh, that person did get shot. When I got to the scene, that person was on the ground. Everybody was just looking at him. And he did look lifeless. So I don't know if that person made it or not. But typically what happens, you know, um, even if the person doesn't make it, what they'll do is they'll still pick the person up, take them, and they'll either say the person died on the way to the hospital or died at the hospital. And then from there, they saved themselves uh a wait time with the coroner because as far as I know and most of you guys probably didn't even know this but the the our area only has two vans to pick up people and you know that our area is pretty big as well and not only that but there's other events that happen with people when it comes down to you know not not being crime uh, heart attacks things like that and of course some people do pass away by natural causes and so the coroner van has to pick them up but their hands are full because they only got two of them for our area and so what they do instead is they'll have the ambulance just pick the person up even if the person is not alive and then just do that procedure and then they save the trouble of that person just being there by the time the coroner shows up and picks them up, you know, so that's typically how they do it here in East LA. If you end up being a victim of something and you pass away, um, the ambulance will still take you, and then they'll pronounce you either dead on the way or dead at the arrival, and then that's it. It saves the coroner from having to come out and get you. So uh, crazy though, huh? I bet you you didn't know that. So anyways, yeah, so that person got shot. It's unaware if the person made it or not. And if you guys know of anything, feel free to put on the comment section, you know, if you guys knew the person or what. But like I said, nobody's really much talking about that person specifically because I guess they're not from the area or anything like that. You know how it is. Everybody freaking around here knows a cheese man besides me, you know. And I'm probably the biggest cheese muscle out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and speaking of, of that, I would I definitely want to go ahead and give props to my good friend, my good buddy, uh, the best support, you know, that I got, you know, the one that encourages me to keep going and doing this, you know, and the one that always puts a smile on my face because he's just been a good, good 
friend of mine for a number of years. I'm not going to say his name directly, but I'm just going to go by his initials. So DP, DP, if you're listening to this podcast, I personally want to just tell you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for encouraging me and thank you for pushing me. And well, here we are, you know, doing another podcast. And so uh, I just want to thank you for being a good friend, man. I appreciate your support. And I appreciate all of you guys' support as well that are tuning in and listening. But DP, you know, you, you I've known you for a number of years. And, uh, you know, I, it's always a pleasure. And thank you so much again for, you know, being a good friend and your encouragement as well. And so what I wanted to talk about, which I think was very, very unique, um, was the East Los Angeles uh, Mexican Independence Day Parade on Sunday. Man, you know, I, ha- I, ha- I really, really never participated in the parade. But this time I did, and I decided to, you know, check it out and see, you know, the cultures. Because I know you guys are probably going to trip out on this, but... Um, I'm not Mexican, and then when I saw the cultures, you know, Mexico has from all the states that were being represented down Cesar Chavez, honestly, it was quite amazing, like, man, Mexico has so many different cultures, you know, and I know, I know, some of you guys are scratching your head right now and saying, he's not Mexican? (laughs) Yeah, I know, I'm not Mexican, but, you know, we're, we're born, well, we were raised we were born here, but we were raised amongst Mexicans, you know. So my parents, uh, they sound Mexican, even though they're not, you know, because they've been here for so long. But, um, yeah, so um, it was an amazing parade. I really enjoyed it. Uh, 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 the horses, the charros, the charras, you know, the, the different uh, cultures, uh, the different masks, the head mask, you know, everything was just so awesome. The dresses, the colors. It was outstanding. It, it was literally like I was just like going through every state of Mexico, watching every culture just walk right by me. And it was really cool. Like, honestly, I, I like I said, you know, sometimes I feel like I wish I was Mexican because, man, there's just so much culture, you know. But uh, hopefully one day I'll have the opportunity to go visit Mexico, you know, because the farthest I've probably been to is like Tijuana and Mexicali. You know, but I haven't gone down to Vallarta or Cabo or anything like that, which maybe I should, you know. But, yeah, I would like to check out those places. But anyways, uh, regarding the parade, I think they did an outstanding job. Uh, everything went well. Nothing went down wrong. Like, you know, there was no violence, no fighting, nothing. As far as I know, everybody had a wonderful time. There was kids, children. People out there with their chairs, you know, just watching the parade go by. I totally enjoyed it, every moment of it. And uh, it was truly a blessing to be a part of it. And I'm sure some of you guys saw the footage that I posted, you know, on the Instagram regarding the parade and stuff. I really, really digged it. I, I honestly did. I really did. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because uh, I think I'll be joining every year. Uh, there to film and stuff and you know provide some footage to the community of the wonders you know that Mexico has to offer in all the cultures and uh, yeah it's pretty cool I like it really do so moving on I wanted to talk to you guys about that incident that happened on Eastman and Whittier Boulevard Sunday night Um, 
it was probably around midnight when it all came down and what happened was some of you guys saw the footage but a car got pulled over in the parking lot at the 7-eleven there was three occupants inside one of the occupants decided to run into the 7-eleven with a gun and so the people that were working inside the store and the customers that were inside the store they all ran out of the store at the moment they saw the guy running in so he barricaded himself for a few hours uh well not hours maybe like maybe one or two hours if anything i'm i'm kind of assuming that that's how long he was in there for but he was in there for a while they're doing call outs they're trying to get him out you know for him to give up voluntarily but he wouldn't, and so eventually they went in. They went in with shields. I know that the canine unit had arrived. Uh, the helicopter obviously was there too, but they took off to another call. So it was basically ground patrol there, and uh, they ended up getting the guy. He ended up giving up. Not sure if they found a gun inside the store somewhere, but yeah. So there is footage where the guy's getting arrested, and obviously he gets taken in, but. Good thing, you know, that uh, there's another criminal off the streets. And can you imagine, you know, going through that entire ordeal and then still him being out there loose. Now, I'll tell you, um, there was a few calls that did come in over the weekend as well that, you know, there was like two 11s um, happening and they did get away. The crooks did get away. Uh, there was another one, too, where a car got stolen. It was taken from uh, somebody and... They got away. They got away. So look, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys one thing, okay? For those of you that are listening to this podcast, my goal is always to try to share with you not only what's going on in the community, but also to bring you awareness and to kind of give you an idea of what it's like here in East LA because you have to be very aware. You have to be cautious. Like I said, you know, and like I had already shared with you guys in a previous podcast, um, my mom got robbed, you know, so... It's crazy out here. You guys got to be vigilant. So one thing that I'll tell you guys, I mean, I don't care how fast you're going to be in and out. Maybe you're going to be like, I'm only going to be a minute. Do not leave your keys in your car and running, you know, with your child inside. What the hell's wrong with you? Who the hell would do that? But you know what? There's people that actually do do that. And it blows my mind because... What happens is this person's thinking, I'm going to go in there, get what I need. And now by the time you're out and you're paying and you're searching for your stuff that you're going to get inside the store with your car running and the keys inside, it's only going to take like maybe seconds for that person to just jump in your car and take off. And it's happened. And it I hear that very often, which is, which is trippy, you know, because... I'm not used to leaving my keys inside my vehicle because I know what's going to happen if I do. And I actually don't even want to find out what's really going to happen if I leave my keys in the vehicle because chances are it's going to be gone. And so I don't know why people do that, but don't do that. My advice is just don't leave your keys in the vehicle. It doesn't matter if you're going to be in the store for 30 seconds. Take your keys with you. You'd rather be safe than sorry and then seeing your car just being driven away by somebody that you have you don't know with all your personal belongings and stuff whatever you have in it and you can just say bye and that's what you get for leaving your keys inside <laughs> so please people please please do not leave your keys 
in the vehicle, okay? So, yeah, so that's the tip of the day, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah, don't be uh, a victim of your car getting stolen just because you're a dumbass now, you know? I mean, come on. But anyways, I wanted to talk to you guys about a call that came in. That was on Friday. I know it's been a few days and since, you know, I typically should be doing the podcast ready for Monday. But, ah, what the heck, I still do it regardless. So I'm going to share with you guys some a call that really shocked me okay and um it turned out that it was i i call it the uh mcbride murder and the reason why is because on friday a call came in and apparently somebody um went into a home on mcbride i'm not sure here in east l.a but mcbride goes all the way down to commerce you know but Apparently, a person, uh, someone that lived in the house, murdered somebody, and they smothered that person to death. Meaning, they used a pillow to kill the person, and then the person ran away. So, obviously, they named the person, and they said who it was. They, they figured out it was that person that had done it, but she was already gone. So, uh, apparently, it was a woman... That either killed, uh, I'm not sure. Like, but but I did hear the call where it said that the that the the suspect had the 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 suspect used a pillow on the victim by smothering him or some something like that. So obviously it had to do with some kind of suffocation. My question is that I don't know if that person killed a child or a. a uh, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, I don't know, you know, but as far as I know that they were looking for that female because she used a pillow to smother the victim, and so when they say victim, obviously the person died, so that's what happened on Friday, and so it's a mystery to me, um, I try to see if I can see more about it or find more about it, but I haven't, and I haven't been able to. So I call it the McBride murder because um, something took, you know, place down that in that street here in East Los Angeles, and uh, yeah, somebody I guess died, and so it's crazy, you know, because there's just you know you would think that regardless of crime and people and this and that, you know, shootings, uh, robberies and all that will be happening, but there's all kinds of other crimes that are going on still, and the ones that's still active. Oh, wow. I can even hear the helicopter. Um, still happening to this day are the ones where the guys are beating up the girls. Man, I'm telling you, almost every day I call it that comes in. It, there's not one day where there's no call in East Los Angeles of a guy beating up a, a woman. And so, again, here I am repeating myself. Guys, stop beating up women. Stop beating up women. Jeez, I mean, man, what the heck, you know, it's like, it's just so common and normal and I wish I can, you know, make a difference or something and just be like, man, stop beating up women, guys, like seriously, it's just insane, I don't know, but then again, you know, sometimes women, they're feisty, they're fighters, you know, they want to throw down too and it's just like, shit, alright, let's do this, you know, so, 
I don't blame the guys for standing up for themselves as well, but I mean, some of the calls that, you know, I've heard is like the guy is beating up the woman in the vehicle or the guy is freaking throwing and slamming the woman into the vehicle or the guy is punching the woman. I'm like, what the hell? You know, like, really? There's dudes out there doing this, you know? And don't get me wrong, there's women out there that fight back too because I've been hit in the face by a woman and it didn't feel too good to be honest. And I actually wanted to do something, but I was like, nah, I'll just... I'll just take it. I'll just suck it up. Maybe cry here or there. And then that's it, you know? But, man, she freaking punched me hard. Oh, man, she punched me hard. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Jeez. But, um, so, yeah, back to what I wanted to tell you guys was that um, the YouTube channel is growing. So, thank you, guys. If you guys can continue sharing our YouTube videos, that would be awesome. Um, slowly but surely it's growing. We can go live now on YouTube. We can go live now on TikTok as well. But you know what? I'm going to talk about TikTok, TikTok real quick because I don't know if it's the people, the, 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 the whiners, the complainers, the crybabies on TikTok, but I've been red flagged so many times. Like my account's already in danger of getting shut down. And honestly, I only post what I post on Instagram. So I don't understand why I'm getting repeated violations on TikTok. But apparently they're really getting close to shutting me down. And I think it's just because people are complaining, you know. And I didn't know that there was so many whiners and bitchy people on TikTok, I guess. Because, look, you guys see the content I put on Instagram. And it's nothing like, oh my God, you know, like, this is horrendous. How could he post some of this stuff, you know? No, it's typical, pretty good, you know, PG, if I would say, you know, footage that I post. And it's the same thing I post on TikTok. But I'm freaking, like, almost getting banned there, which is crazy because if Instagram's not even that far, you know, from freaking even banning me or anything like that, like, why would TikTok threatened me to ban me and I think it's because people complain and you know I think that's one thing about the people in uh, our followers on Instagram is that you guys are awesome and the reason why is because you guys see the content share the content and then that's it you guys don't make a big deal about it in on Instagram and so that's why the numbers have grown and oh not only speaking about numbers but I just want to thank all of you you guys are freaking the best but we all hit 13k so that's 13,000 followers now on street action news on instagram so give you guys yourselves a round of applause man for real that is just huge it's a big milestone for us and we're definitely excited shoot if we could eventually get that to 130,000 that would be freaking great you know and i think we're on our way so keep sharing our content keep following us on youtube and instagram um, I guess TikTok too, but like I said, they suck, you know, they're starting to freaking, I can't even do anything on there right now. I can't post anything. That's why I haven't even posted anything on TikTok because I'm like restricted for some reason. So, oh, well, whatever, you know, who cares? But what matters to me is that you guys listen to this podcast and are following us on, you know, the Instagram and YouTube as well. I think YouTube is a little more lenient than tiktok so 
I think I'm going to be focusing a lot more on YouTube and going live on YouTube. I did do a live here and there, but since there's not that many followers on the YouTube channel, um, I don't get a lot of viewers, so I really don't stick around long enough to continue filming because for what? Nobody's watching on YouTube. So, guys, help us. You know, let us just transfer some of our followers to the YouTube channel. And then that way, you know, we can go live on YouTube as well. And I think uh, with YouTube, there's a little bit more better options than just Instagram. So that's what I've been told. And, you know, I'm hoping that uh, if we can grow the numbers, you know, we can start doing, you know, more things on the YouTube channel as well. So, hey, maybe, you know what, uh, this podcast that I'm doing now, we could probably even do it live, you know, if we go on YouTube as well. And so... Uh, what do you guys think about that? Would you guys want to see me do a live podcast on YouTube? Uh, that would be pretty cool and interesting. Maybe we can have some other guests as well. So, um, hmm, something to think about. Anyways, I think I've pretty much said enough for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if there's anything that I can think about right now is the fact that uh, we all know summer is over thank god no more sweating i mean you know we still sweat for what we got to do when it comes down to our jobs and stuff but i mean sweating like the way we were about a week ago and stuff and that crazy heat oh man i i couldn't take it anymore i was just getting tired of it but i'm glad that it's starting to cool down yeah it might get a little warm again but it's not gonna get as severe as that it was and so I'm just so glad the summer is over and fall is here and Halloween is just around the corner. So if you guys know of any Halloween events that are going to be happening and that you guys want to promote or you guys want to share, please feel free to email us at streetaction.news at yahoo.com or you can reach us on the Instagram, send us the flyer, we will be more than happy to share it. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys can help us, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys, okay? Right now, I'm in a situation in my life where either I can continue doing this full time and provide you guys everything that you guys can possibly need on a daily basis from the community of events. Because look, I can actually tell you that there's way more than we can provide and you know, get footage of, but, you know, given the, the circumstances of how things are right now with gas prices and, you know, everything, everything's just freaking expensive, you know, we all know that. Um, it's not that easy for us to go here and go there because, look, on a, a trip just in the area alone, you know, it does take a little bit of some... Uh, gas you know especially driving a v8 because uh yeah we are in a v8 and we need to be because it's a group you know it's a few of us that you know go and do these things and go film and stuff so um yeah and so the gas is what really really freaking needed us up and yeah somebody's gonna be like well why don't you get a smaller vehicle yeah i would you know but at the same time this one is the one that's helping us do what we need to do so but we also want to get cameras, we want to get new equipment, and, you know, we just kind of want to innovate the whole street action news thing. And so if you guys can help us by donating anything you can to our Venmo account, 
that would be wonderful. To this day, still, we haven't received any donations, which is kind of sad. But I guess, I guess everybody's struggling, you know. But at the same time, we would really love to bring you guys more content and more footage and more information, um, you know. But we would love for the community to help us out as well, if even possible, you know. So, but we do have a Venmo, Street Action News. You know, if you guys want to donate, help us out with anything, trust me, it will go a long way. And so, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the update that I got for you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'll be, you know, coming out with another podcast soon. But pretty much that's kind of what happened over the weekend. The guy with the gun at the 7-Eleven. The other guy that got shot at the party or whatever event in City Terrace, you guys saw the footage where he was laying down on the ground and then being taken by the ambulance. And also a recap of the Mexican Independence uh, Day Parade in East LA on Cesar Chavez. I highly recommend it. If you were not able to make it this year to the parade, make it next year. Trust me, it's a good event. Uh, whether you're sitting down or standing around, it doesn't matter. It's wonderful to see the different cultures that Mexico has to offer. And I truly had a wonderful time. So I definitely enjoyed it. So other than that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is JSO coming to you from the command center in East LA. It's almost 2.30 in the morning as I'm sharing this with you. And so you guys be safe out there. Be vigilant. And remember, you know what? East LA loves you. And I love you guys back. Thank you guys again for tuning in. You guys take care. Jason's out.